What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Menu TV Reviews. I am your host, Mo, and today we are discussing based on a true story. Yes, you guys. Season 1, episode 3, titled, Who's Next? I don't know. You tell me. So, I hope everybody is having a wonderful work week, play week, whatever type of week this is for you. I hope that it is going well thus far, all right? We're at Thursday, so we only got one more day to grind this thing out until we get to the weekend. It's Friday, y'all. Yes, super excited. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the episode. So, we start the episode right where we left off and matt has paid ava a visit at the house so she she is stunned you guys like she doesn't know what to do clearly everything that she knows is written all over her face and matt knows it right because he's a serial killer okay he knows what fear looks like and so he's telling her that nathan gave him a call and told him that they had sprung a leak so he's just coming over to fix it, okay? Because one bad Yelp review and he's canceled, okay? He can't have that. His work is guaranteed. And so, of course, she's all nervous and she's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> this is fine. So she's slowly walking through the house, not trying to give him no chit chat, no nothing. Like she's not in the loop about anything, okay? She's not playing it off very well. So. He ends up making it to the sink, finally. And as he's peeking up under the sink, he's like, oh, yeah, uh-huh, yep, we, I definitely see a leak here. It's a small leak. And so as he's asking her how the market's going, she ends up spotting the butcher knife that she had on the cutting board. She was cutting up some lemons or something like that. So as he's asking her how the market's going she's like oh yeah you know it's going great people are always looking for negotiations and price haggles and so he mentions that um it's pretty rare that a husband doesn't tell his wife or his partner everything right usually everybody's in the know or they're both in the know when it's something pretty significant happening and so eventually he cuts the chit chat and he was like look how long are you going to make me keep this up? Okay, and then his voice turns because he was cheery, happy, mad at first, but now his voice has gotten deeper and darker. And so he um, he says, look, okay, I think it was you. I think you put everything together because that's how our brains work, okay? Poor little Nathan, his brain ain't built like that, okay? That's not the type of man that he is. So I know that it had to be you that put everything together. So here's what we're going to do. Okay, because if we're going to continue to make this thing work, and as he says that, y'all, he's grabbing a knife. So, obviously, he spotted it, too, when he first came in. He was like, look, here's what we're going to do. If we're going to make this thing work, we've got to have some type of trust. Okay, and so everybody's going to have to be in the know and on one accord. So, basically, he's telling her she's got to be in it, too. So... As all of this is happening, Nathan, on the other side of this, is at the warehouse by himself. He's not knowing what the hell is going on. He can't get in contact with Ava, so he's blowing her up, leaving her countless voicemails, just trying to see where she is because he's not there. So he finally gets a knock on the warehouse door. He goes to answer it, and it is Matt. And so he was like, you're late. Yeah, he says that he had to go grab a friend, and then he pulls Ava out. This is going to be an interesting episode, you guys. I'm excited. 
So they all sit down in the warehouse and he has a come to serial killer moment with them because he was like, look, okay, you guys, if we're going to do this, we're going to go all in. There's no more lies. We're a team here. I cover your ass. You cover mine. Um, you know, we're all in this together. If one of us goes down, all of us goes down. Okay. What y'all are doing since y'all want to play, um, murder podcast we're gonna be legit okay here's some burner phones because those cell phones yeah they can track all of that okay which they can track burners now too but burners are a better bet for sure (laughs) so he ends up giving them burner phones and he says yeah in this place here this location this is definitely amateur hour and so they were like what are you talking about we don't hear anything okay he hears everything he hears a train station about 100 feet away. He hears the meth heads. He hears a couple arguing, okay? If, um, you know, they pick up anything, if they get word about this podcast, they are going to analyze it, okay? Every little tidbit, background sound bite that they have, that they can hear, they are going to try to figure it out and that the squat will be here in 60 seconds, okay? So we definitely have to find us a different location because this is not it. So... He ends up telling them that too. And then he also tells Nathan that his buddies paid him a visit. What are you talking about? The the LAPD. Yes. They came and asked me what my alibi was. And I told them that we were together. Okay. We were at the bar. And then after that, we went back to your house. We got shit faced some more. And we watched Face Off. It's a really good movie, by the way. If you haven't seen it, it's really good. So now Nathan is definitely in the loop okay nathan this is alibi remember if one goes down they all do and so he says since we're buddies right okay (laughs) then he says something about um keeping them away so or not stabbing him in the back so he wouldn't have to stab uh ava in the back yeah anyway they're all in this together so then they go home and Ava is telling him how she hates using that burner phone. It makes her really feel like she's, you know, a part of this now, this whole thing. And he was like, yeah, that's better than you being the one to cop to being a part of his alibi. Okay, at least you don't have to worry about that. And so then um, she, uh, oh, take that back, you guys. So prior to them being at the house, um, she's with her friend. And this is the friend that's having the affair with the gym guy, okay? Her while her husband is doing the bikini waxer. So they're training and it's kind of weird for Ava to see all of that happening like right in front of her eyes. They're blatantly flirting in front of her eyes, okay? And um then he goes to take a break and get them something to drink. And so then friend ends up uh, because Ava mentions how much chemistry they have. And so her friend ends up saying, yeah, you and Nathan have had some weird-ass energy as of late. What's going on? And so she was like, we're fine. Everything's fine. Okay, don't worry about us. We're good. And so she was like, okay, okay. But I got something that might cheer you up. And she mentions that the uh, sisters in crime, or crime sisters, sister, crime sisters, yeah, crime sisters, um, they are starting a new season. Okay, and this season is all is gonna be all about the West Side Ripper. And so now Ava's like, oh shoot. Okay. 
And so she plays like this is fantastic in front of her friend, but when she gets home, she's panicking with Nathan, okay? They have to hurry up and put something out before the Lipinski sisters can jump all on this and fully take advantage of all of this, right? And then everything they've dreamed for will be gone. And so she mentions how much she hates using the burner phone. He says about being a part of a uh, mass alibi, so that really sucks. So... She ends up texting him about how they need to hurry up and record because the competition is going to get ready to put something out on him. And he says that he's ready to actually record because he's found a new location. So we'll see what this new location is about in just a second. So the location that he's found currently actually belongs to a couple, you guys. Yes. Okay. It's hidden off in the Hollywood Hills, I'm sure, somewhere because... When he opens up that garage door, and we don't even want to ask how he got the code for it, okay? He says that he actually found this place because they called him to install a, a Toto. That $4,000 toilet that old girl was trying to sell them, yeah. He ended up installing one of those, like the Platinum Edition. <laughs> and so he says that they're supposed to be in Mykonos, in quotations, I, I think that he probably killed killed the mafia, but I don't know. He says that they're in fashion, so they shouldn't be back for a while, so they should be all good to record. So when he opened up the garage door, y'all, that they got Maserati sitting off in there. It's really nice, right? So that's where they're actually going to be doing their recording. And, like, he's literally got it in between the cars, like their desk set up. And so... He was like, okay, so where is the rest of the recording stuff? Because they had a mic and everything. He was like, y'all, I keep telling y'all that y'all was trying to half-ass do this, okay? If we're going to do this, then I'm going to go all out, okay? I'm going to do this the proper way. And so he's got techniques. He's got routines and rituals, (laughs) y'all. He wants to do this right. So they end up... um, he ends up asking them how they're going to do this because nobody can know the true identities of anybody. And so she says that, of course, they're going to put a filter on his voice. And, um, you know, they're not going to detail who they are. But he says that he has marketing ideas. Okay. And so he starts throwing out all of these different ideas about how um, he wants to do like the West Side Ripper in a certain caption and then he was talking he was thinking about branching out to different cities like um and then he said a different name for them so initially they wanted the name to be interview with the serial killer but that's like so that right so he ended up coming up with a different name and it's called based off a true story based on a true story right and so he said that it was going to have different branches um you know that they can use to take this into other realms, right? It's going to be like the housewives of uh, serial killing, okay? <laughs> They're going to go to different cities and interview different serial killers that are still on the loose. Yeah, uh-huh. So, so they're just like, yeah, let's just do this one, okay? Let, let's just let's worry about this one first, and then we'll figure the rest out. So once they get all those details uh, mushed out, then they sit down. All right, let's do this, you guys. Serious face. He plays the eerie music, and um, Nathan asks him who he is. And so he says that he is the West Side Ripper, and as far as the cops know, he's responsible for the deaths of seven women. But 
he's actually responsible for more than 20 deaths. And y'all should have seen the looks on their faces. I don't think they know how much poop they done stepped in, y'all. <laughs> this is gonna be crazy. So Ava and Nathan are back at their house. They're done recording for a day and they're playing back the uh, podcast so they can edit, right? So they're listening to it and he confesses that his first kill was at 18, okay? And um, he was so young, but after he got his first taste, honey, he was absolutely obsessed with it and loved it. And that was it, okay? Very sick, right? So then they start wondering, do we really believe that there are possibly 20 victims or more? And so Ava says that, who knows, okay? Sometimes these serial killers, they have a sick fascination with trying to um, get to the Bundy Club of 30 plus. It's like a sick competition to them, so probably, okay? So then... um, After that, Nate is at work the next day, and he's cleaning up when Matt actually comes to pay him a visit, okay? And so, he says, you can't just show up here and talk about murder, because he says that he's got a new cut. A new cut? Yes, he made a new cut for the podcast, okay? He's trying to upgrade them, because he listened to what they did and yeah he's not really standing for it okay um the music is just off it doesn't seem genuine it doesn't seem authentic to him and so he put his own touches on it it's all about the details for him and so he says that all of that stuff when um you know they start cutting to different characters involving the police and the actual victims themselves nobody really wants to hear that he feels like they're just gonna fast forward through it and they want to get to the details of what he's done right which is sick you guys so um so then he was like yeah no okay if i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it um to my liking this is my brand and so nathan was like you don't have the final say so on how the podcast is edited and done and so he says okay well just let ava listen to it and see what she thinks Okay, and then I guess they'll figure it out from there. They're probably going to like his version better. Okay, he says that it's all about the discussion. So, um, after that, because he had to come down there and talk to Nathan, he now has to go pick up Ollie, who is in the play zone with the other kids, right? So, Ollie and this girl are playing, and they've both apparently been reading the Harry Potter books because they're casting spells on each other, okay? And then, um, Matt comes, and... Ollie says, just a few more minutes, Dad. And so he ends up casting a spell on the little girl. The girl ends up casting one on him. And he play falls to the ground. He's been working on it. He's been practicing. So just then, her mom comes over. And she is a brunette, you guys. And so they end up asking, can they go on a play date? And the mom says, well, why not? Okay, but it's time for them to go. Guess who the mom is, y'all? It's Michelle, Nathan's boss. The twist is just going to keep coming, huh? I'm loving it. So Matt and Ava are having a conversation in her kitchen, and she's asking him, is it really more than 20 women? And so he's like, give or take. (laughs) And so 
he basically tells her that if uh, she doesn't believe him, then she can just call the police right now and turn him in. All this will be over. Okay, so there's obviously some doubt here. And so he says, you know what? You're a little tense. Okay, how about you take some of the edge off? Okay, so he goes to fix her something to drink and he suggests that maybe she should just talk to Nathan about it. Okay, and so she says that um, she can't because she just knows that he's not built like they are. Okay, he doesn't have the same mindset that they have. He doesn't think like them. And so she said that she realized that when everything happened, um, he still didn't raise his prices. Okay. He didn't raise his prices for his tennis lessons, even though everything else was going up. And she realized that the world was going to swallow him whole. Okay. He's, he's so nice. And if she even hints that she may be doubtful at any turn with this podcast stuff, then he's going to have a whole come apart. Okay. She can't afford that. And so he was like, well, I got something that might help. And so she says, okay, well, how are you going to help me? Y'all, he pulls out a knife and stabs her in the damn chest. Of course, we know that this is just a dream, right? (laughs) But Nathan comes in and he's looking for her, looking for her, looking for her. And he ends up seeing her laying down on the kitchen table as if she's been, you know, cut, right? Or stabbed. And so... He's calling her name and she finally wakes up. She's been dreaming this entire time. Okay. She's trying to get in the head of the West Side Ripper. And so he ends up telling her the news about him coming down to the job and how he's made a different cut. And so she was like, wait a minute. He can't control how we cut the podcast. Okay. That's not how this works. We are supposed to have full control over how all of this is edited. And so he says that he made some changes to the music and to the front of it, to the back of it, to the whole damn thing. (laughs) And so he says, just listen to it. It actually sounds pretty good. So she says, no, we are not giving up control of this. So Ava and Matt are going to probably bump heads at some point because she wants to maintain control over this podcast. And Matt wants to maintain control over his brand and his image. So they go sit down with Matt, and he's super stoked to hear what they have to say about his cut. And so they end up giving him compliments before they go on to constructive criticisms, because that's what you're supposed to do, right? So they end up mentioning how um, they could do without some of the details from Uncle Stan. And um, long story short, he says that that is the essence of who he is. And so the listeners need to get all of who he is, okay, to understand why he does what he does so it has to stay in okay well on to the next thing and this is something that we absolutely cannot budge on and that is the last line of the episode who's next and so because in their verbal contract they cannot have any more murders they don't feel comfortable being associated with someone that is potentially going to cause more murders <laughs> so he says it doesn't sound right for the listener to be hearing about a retired serial killer okay that that's not it's not exciting that's boring 
And so he says, they don't have to know that I'm not killing anybody anymore, okay? He wants them to always have that sense of fear, doom and gloom, right? That he is waiting, watching, anticipating his next kill. Who's next? See, doesn't that rope you in? Doesn't that sound fun and exciting to you? Well, in his eyes it does, okay? And so guess what? It stays. And so, uh, so much for this discussion that we were supposed to be having has turned into a one-man show, apparently, okay? All of the research and hard work that they've done trying to perfect this thing, you know, okay? It's all about him protecting his brand and who he is, a serial killer. So let's toast to based on a true story, okay? Matt has taken their idea and ran with it. This has now become his podcast. And so he says that he's going to upload it to a Russian server, and so they were like, well, we've got a VPN that we can do. It's pretty secure. And so he says, no, that's trash, okay? This Russian server is way more secure. And so he actually does upload it later on once he gets back to his house. And, whew, based on a true story, the West Side Ripper is now available for everyone's streaming pleasures. Y'all, this is going to be a hot mess. So Nathan goes to sit down and he's going to get ready to listen to this podcast because it is now streaming when Michelle comes up. Okay, She wants to know all the deets that he can provide for his homie Matt. And so she was like, yeah, so you got back there at the fun zone. Um, what's, what's the deal with him? Because we're supposed to be having a play date. And so he was like, oh, uh, yeah, Matt, um, yeah, no, I really don't know him like that. So I, I can't really vouch for him in that area because, I mean, you know, <laughs> L.A. guys, right? So, yeah, no, I can't really vouch for him. And so as much as he's saying that they're not cool like that, Michelle is like, yeah, they're so cool. And um, he's a good guy. Go for it, okay? Everything is going to be just fine because he's hot, right? So she's like, oh, you know, I'm hoping that this will turn into something far more than just a play date. Maybe it'll be a play date between us, if you get what I'm saying. So, yeah, <laughs> good luck, okay? That's all he can tell her. So he starts the podcast, and we can't even hear the introduction good because, oh, and I forgot to mention, Michelle said, hey, so um, do you have something that you want to tell me because... uh." The LAPD people, they were here again today. Damn, again? Yes, again. Okay, they're looking for you, um, and I think that you should go talk to them because it's not cool for them to just be hanging around the Pilates room, okay? People will start to get a little freaked out about it. So he says, all right. So he starts listening, and then here comes uh, here comes Ava, okay? The new numbers are going to be uploading in a minute, and so in about five minutes, and so she wants to be there with him to see what they do. So as they're doing that, he's filling her in about the cops, and he's saying how he doesn't want to be his alibi. Because, um, you know, he looked out onto the tennis court, and he saw a dad playing tennis with the son, showing him how to swing. And he wants his son to be able to do the same. And so Ava was like, okay, so you definitely don't want to use him as an example because he hits on all the pregnant women. I mean, he literally tried to F me like not that long ago. So yeah, no, let's use another example. Okay, duly noted. So another example is needed. But same concept, okay? I want my son to look up to me and be proud of who I am. I don't want to be a serial killer's alibi. And so they don't really have long to ponder on this because 
Next thing we know, here comes the detectives again, wanting to talk to him. And so they hurry up and try to get away, y'all. He ends up making her walk up a couple of flights of stairs. Yes, stairs are not a pregnant woman's best friend, okay? Putting that PSA out there for anybody that has a question about it. It's a confirmed fact. (laughs) So anyway, after they rush up the stairs, he's trying to figure out what movie it is. She's trying to pressure him but not pressure him into doing the right thing for their family but not necessarily for his own spirit you know for his conscience and so he he's not sure what movie it is okay so then she hurries up and runs away just as the detectives come up and um they end up asking him where he was after he left the bar or where he was after he left the bar and so he says that he went home well was there anybody there with you And so we don't see what he says because he keeps repeating the question. Okay, is there an echo outside or something? Like, yes, I asked you one question. Why are you repeating it? So anyway, after they leave, because it was like literally 10 seconds. After they leave, she comes rushing over. Like, they didn't even get down the steps good, y'all. She was like, how did it go? What'd you say? What'd you say? What'd you say? And so he says that the movie was face off. So yes, he did use him as an alibi. So now it's time to look at the numbers, okay? Let's see what these numbers look like because according to her, Sisters in Crimes did half a million downloads, I think, in the first couple of hours that the new season was released. And so they want to see what the numbers are, y'all. And when they upload, all she can say is, holy crap. And then that's how the episode ends, (laughs) y'all. Now, he might also be a serial killer, but he does have a knack for telling a story, too, you guys. What do y'all think? Are they pretty interested in hearing what he's got to say? I don't know, but let me know what you think. You can reach me at Menu TV Reviews on Facebook and on Instagram. You can also reach me at My TV Reviews Podcast without the S on the end at gmail.com. Y'all, I have not said this in a few episodes, but... Rate and review if you haven't already. Please turn on your notifications that way. Once your other favorite podcast goes off, this one comes on, okay? And forever and always, I am grateful for you guys because I know that y'all have so many options, okay? Not necessarily like TV reviews realm on podcasts, but, you know, you have so many other options to listen to. So thank you for taking the time out to listen to me. It is definitely appreciated, you guys. Let's get a whole bunch of laughs together. Tell your people people that you love, people that you hate, people, your co-workers, okay, other crime junkies, maybe, <laughs> about me so we continue can continue to grow our family, as always, I love y'all, okay, please stay safe out there, and until we meet over the airwaves again, I am Mo, and I will talk to you guys soon, bye!